if it is or if it ain't, it's gonna come out. Good morning, everybody. It's your girl, Miracle Sims, and you're listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. Y'all, I am back and better, okay? I'm back and better. <laughs> I may not be able to fully say my little catchphrase. The way I usually would say it, but I am back. I'm better. And I hope that you all had a great weekend. Mine was just fine. <laughs> um, a lot. A lot happened over the weekend. Um, y'all know that uh Saturday was our third anniversary for God Sex and Love channel, as well as the juice, your daily dose of inspiration as well, is the third anniversary for that this show. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, that was one of the scenes from um Saturday. I did go to my cousin's funeral. Um, so my husband and I went to that. So um it was good to see family. Um, and it was good to, you know, remember her and everything like that. Um after that, um, we fin- you know, we spent a little time and fellowship and whatnot, and then uh, we came on back home. And I had said to myself that I was gonna rest, but I found myself up in the wee night hours, y'all. Uh, me and my husband ended up getting into like deep conversations about the Lord and Bible and watching some video content and all kinds of interesting things that evening um almost like I didn't have to get up early that next morning I'm like we was watching something where I was like man I'm trying to just go ahead and keep watching it but on the flip side I know I'm gonna be paying for this tomorrow (laughs) um but it was nice It, it was a nice moment in evening um it got interesting because we were watching this particular video and um it kind of was talking about like revelations and end times and prophecy and dreams and all kinds of things like that where obviously it's interesting to me because again as somebody that is having more dreams and and trying my best to do better with keeping up with and interpreting and all these different type of things obviously you know it stood out to me as something to you know Take a little interest in, see what this video has to say, X, Y, and Z. And everything was going good. It's just like anything else me and my husband watch. For the most part, if he can pause something and, and have a conversation in the midst or have a conversation while it's going on, he's one of those type of people. <laughs> so that made it longer. But I'm not mad at it or anything. But, um, but yeah. So we're watching and we're having conversations in, in the midst of the things that we're watching. And at some point, uh, my husband receives a revelation that, you know, affected him 
a lot because he was feeling some way about, you know, the revelation that he was receiving. I'm like, well, you know, don't don't just think, you know, just because this is lining up in the same way. It may not be, you know, so let's not get upset too quickly about this or that, you know, especially when it comes to end time stuff and whatnot. Because I do think we're in the end days. I don't know if it's like the tribulation period right now, even though a lot of things feel like it might be the tribulation period right now. But I'm like, I just feel like there's much, much more to take place for the tribulation. Like, I feel like it will be way worse than what we're experiencing. Uh, no man knows the day nor the hour or nothing like that. But I'm just saying, like, based on what I'm reading in the Bible, I'm like, there's things that make me feel like, man, are we? But there's other things that make me be like, mm, uh, I think maybe we might have a little bit more time. I don't know. But that don't mean, like, we should uh, play around with time either, though. That's a whole other conversation all by itself. But anyway, I guess I'm really, really going into this thing about Saturday because um, it kind of leads to the conversation I want to have today in regards to the new covenant. Um, I do want to touch on yesterday as well, but um, if I just... Yeah, let me, okay, let me touch on yesterday, and then I'll go back to Saturday, okay? So yesterday, y'all know, it was Palm Sunday, you know? Um, I worked at the church, um, did my shift, did my worship and whatnot, um, got my word, all that good stuff. Everything went well. Um, they had an appreciation for the team yesterday as well, but I didn't I didn't end up going back because, like I said, my voice was still gone yesterday, yesterday while I was working at church. And so I just was like, I really need to get the rest that I have been saying that I needed to get the past three, four days. So that's what I did yesterday. I came on back home and got the rest that I needed to ultimately get up and share a clearer juice with y'all this morning uh, with my voice at what? Y'all give it what? 85% back? <laughs> Man, 85, 90% back, right? So, um, it's got to be good for that. And energy as well, right? And so, yeah, that was yesterday. So, let's go back to Saturday evening, right? Or almost Sunday morning. Uh, me and my husband watching this this video. The guy's going on and on. And he's saying some good stuff. He helping me to understand some things, you know? And it was good. But he lost me at a point. And he started basically... Um, he started talking about like the mark of the beast, but then he started talking about the Sabbath. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Cause in this, this person, whoever he is, you know, whatever. And I had never heard this before. So for me, I was like, well, I'm going to seek the Lord about that. In this moment, I reject what he's saying, but I'm going to seek the Lord for the answer regarding that. Because he, this gentleman had come to the conclusion that, um, the mark of the beast was wrapped up in the Sabbath and when we worship or when we take the Sabbath. So if you take the Sabbath on Saturday, then that means you believe in God. But if you take the Sabbath on Sunday, then that means you under, uh, let's just say anti-Christ doctrine. And... I was like, I mean, again, I'm not sitting here trying to act like I'm a, you know, guru or nothing like that. I'm just a studier of the Bible, just like anybody else that picks up, picks it up and actually reads it, right? 
for me. Now, I feel like Christ addressed the Sabbath when he walked on earth. I feel like uh, there's plenty of scripture that tells me that there's no day better than another day. Okay? So, you know, and Christ did raise on a Sunday. So for me, like, like I was telling my husband that night, I was like, you know, I hear what he's saying. It sounds like there might be something there, but I'm going to seek the Lord about it for me because you ain't going to tell me, right, that I can't Sabbath or serve the Lord or whatever on a Sunday. Like if, if Sunday is supposed to be oh so bad and dedicated to the sun God or whatever, whatever. Like, at the end of the day, see, these the things. This, this, this be the things, y'all. This be the things that, um... Just because a group used something for evil don't mean that God can't use that same thing for good. And that, because God created all things. Like, it, see, see, this is why I guess we got to keep reminding ourselves that everything is created by God. Even if you want to sit here and talk about Saturday being more holy at the end of the day, and then we like, okay, well, when, what day did God choose to start creating then? Sounds like it was a Sunday to me. If the seventh is a Saturday. I'm just, it, you know, it's just for me. Like, God created all things. And so I'm going to worship him every day, you know. Now, yeah, we, you, you know, we take out birthdays and we take out, okay, the 25th we might have dedicated to you know, Christmas, like there's holy days or holidays and things like that. But then there's plenty of Jewish tradition and whatnot that we not even really familiar with, like all these feasts and all this type of stuff. And so the reason I'm talking about all this is because at the end of the day for me, right? And I'm not sitting there trying to put this on nobody else. The way the gentleman tried to put it out there, put that thing out there, like, and this is what's going to determine whether you are, you know, da, da, da. I'm not, I, I, all I'm saying is whatever I say, whatever I'm sharing, y'all go back and pray, seek it, look at, read these verses for yourself and be led by your own mind. Well, not your own mind, but you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, I, we just got to be careful with what we put out here as God's words and, and as like something that's going to determine heaven or hell for people. And, and and the gentleman, even though it's very interesting because I noticed after he said all this stuff about Saturday and Sunday, then he, he says very quickly after he said, but this doesn't mean such and such, such and such. And then he goes on to say something else. It's like, well, why did you say that? Why did you say that? You spent about 10, 15 minutes talking about how Sunday is evil and, and Saturday is not and if we worship on or Sabbath or whatever the case is, if we do our Sabbath on a Sunday, then that represents the sun God because da, 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 da. like, hold on. I get up and I'm praying and I worship or whatever every day to Jesus Christ. Not to no sun God and then like that. The sun, Jesus Christ is the only one. I don't go and bow down to the sun. I don't go and bow down to nothing else. But, Jesus Christ, okay, so, you know, 
I just say we gotta be careful about the things we put out because this again could cause your brother to stumble. Like at the end of the day, Christ has given us freedom if he ain't given us nothing else. So God be the glory. Like I was over here writing down these verses for this morning and I just was like I had to take a moment to just raise my hands because at the end of the day, Christ Jesus did not have to do what he did. What this week represents, Holy Week, right? Yesterday, Palm Sunday. This week coming up, Friday is going to be Good Friday and everything like that. And we're going to be celebrating the resurrection on Sunday morning. Okay? So, 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 but he didn't have to do none of it. Like, he didn't have to come walk on earth. He didn't have to go through the process of being human. He didn't have to do none of that. Like, he could have just stayed in heaven and just been like, you know what? I tried that thing with earth. I don't like how it came out. Uh, I'll just let it burn and, and go do something else. Like, he did not have to do what he did for us. You know, and yeah, people ask those questions all the time. Well, why don't he step in for this? Well, why don't he don't, you know, take out all the evil in the world? Not realizing that for him to take out all the evil in the world, he would be taking all, every last one of us. Because we, we the evil, in case you didn't know. <laughs> Now, that ain't miracle. That's Bible. <laughs> Y'all can go confirm that for yourself. The Bible says itself that there's none good. None of us. That's why we need Jesus, the fulfiller of the law. To God be the glory. So, so yeah. So, because of Jesus, you know, I could take my Sabbath on today if I want to. That, But that's just, that's me and my, my understanding. Now, if that ain't your understanding... Then, hey, by all means, you know, seek the Lord, you know. But my whole thing is don't tell people that, well, if you Sabbath on Sunday, that means you part of the Antichrist agenda and you going to hell or whatever case is. Like, no, no, there are heaven and hell issues, okay? And there are things that, you know, and, and you know, you will get there. Based on some things and some actions, right? But I don't, it, this is me, so take it or leave it. I don't think it's going to boil down to whether you decide to take a break or worship on Sunday or not. Y'all can see the Lord for yourself regarding that. But I, I say all that to say, friends, that that is partially the inspiration about this chat about the new covenant today. And so, uh, y'all, let's get in soon. <laughs> Woo! Uh, y'all, this is my cup my mama gave me. It say the juice. Okay, wait, it said the juice. It don't say the juice no more. It say the ooze. <laughs> so that's why I tend to use this in the mornings, because it say the juice. <laughs> Shout out to my mama. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for everything you've instilled. And I hope that you're proud of the fruit that you have sown <laughs> from the seeds you have sown, my dear mother. All right, y'all, let's get into it, y'all. Hebrews 9 and 15. This one I had to just wave my hands before I wrote it down, y'all. It say, therefore, he is a mediator of a new covenant so that those who are called may receive 
the promised eternal inheritance since a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. That 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 that's a that's a running around statement. That's a praise the Lord statement. Because a death, okay, a death has occurred that redeems them. That means you and me from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. All right. Yes, there's the Ten Commandments. Yes, there's all the laws and whatnot. Um, and y'all can go back and forth about, you know, well, you know, cause I know they say that there's uh certain parts of the old Testament that wasn't reiterated in the new Testament. And that's supposed to be something that also confirms that this or that may not be, um, not just say as important, but something like that. Since it's whatever time in the morning, y'all name really got the energy to think about other ways to say it okay so it may not be as i guess important or whatever um now for us as it was for those particular people in the biblical times okay but because of jesus right because of his sinless sacrifice we now are under a new covenant now again by all means like we got to seek the Lord and use wisdom, okay? There are certain things that is clearly anti-Christ, okay? Certain things that are still, it, it, it's, the, it's the same then and now. But then there's certain other things that may not be for us in this time and season, Okay? So, I mean, I could get into all the little options regarding that. But you guys can go back and forth and look into that and seek that for yourself and line it up with your life. At the end of the day, what I'm receiving is the new covenant is like a heart transplant for us. It means we got a new heart, new thinking, new mind, and we believe in Jesus Christ. All of that is based on Jesus Christ. So, he fulfilled the law that we can take advantage of being. And because he fulfilled the law and our belief in him makes us also fulfilling the law. Even though we can never fulfill the law. No human fulfilled the law. None. Even the best of the best of us. None fulfilled the laws of, of God when it comes to this word in the Bible. Therefore, that's why Jesus was needed. That's why Jesus, that's why God did what he did through Jesus. Like, I mean, to me, it don't get no simpler than that. Like, so putting rules and doctrine, extra stuff on people when Christ didn't, Christ has given us freedom. Uh, now, again, we got to be careful because, of course, we know that people take advantage of that. And they be like, well, why this and not that? Trying to equal stuff that ain't equal. Like, at the end of the day, you can see. <laughs> you know what, Lord? Okay, thank you, Lord. 
Mixing cloths is <laughs> not a heaven nor hell issue in these days and times. Like I don't know if it was one then, um, but it's not in these days and times. Okay, um, if I mix my fabrics, I don't think that's gonna change anything that God, uh, that Christ did for me, and and whatnot. Okay, nor will it have an effect on you. Or anybody else, the fabrics I wear. Okay. Now, the, all the, some of the other things, we can see how they have an effect on you, your family, your community, and everybody else. And life in general. So if your sin, <laughs> fill in the blank, <laughs> uh, has an effect on life, and you, and your family, and community, and everything like that, then it's probably one of them things you probably shouldn't do. Even if you want to proclaim, because it is addressed in the New Testament, but even if you want to act like it's not in the New Testament, or that Jesus didn't address this, that, X, Y, and Z. You know? But, again, use, use wisdom, y'all. And let's not be trying to just, we try to find loopholes in the word. And we got freedom, but that don't mean everything we want to do is good. Okay? And the Bible says that too. So, yeah, I just feel like, see, because it is it, crazy because you have to do a disclaimer when you talk about the freedom in Christ. Christ gives us freedom and everything like that. And now we got to have disclaimers to go alongside it because people want to, Use their freedom for evil. If your freedom is evil, friend, then, I mean, there should be a clear indication of that, it, that it ain't of Christ. Antichrist. But anyway. Lord, I don't know why you got me dwelling on that. Try not to get too deep into all of that. Because, I mean, again, that's a whole conversation all by itself. But it's just in these days and times, people just really try to use the Bible <coughs> against the Bible. And it's like, <laughs> you know what, Lord, let me keep going. <laughs> you want me to say that? Um, There's a part of the Bible that say, um, what is it? It's like uh, a kingdom against itself will fall or something like that. Um, that may or may not be Bible. I don't know. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. But, yeah, like. Let's just be careful and use wisdom, y'all, and use your discernment and, and seek the Lord for, for the wisdom and whatnot instead of just trying to go to draw our own conclusions based on what we want to do. Anyway, all right, okay, Hebrews 8 and 13. <laughs> and speaking of a new covenant, he makes the first one obsolete, and what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. Now, y'all might have to go deeper about that. Again, that doesn't mean, oh, that means the Ten Commandments, da da da, a null and void. Again, if you follow, like Jesus say, you follow the first, I feel like me and my husband reiterated this the past week or so. <laughs> the first two, <laughs> Lord help us. The first two commandments takes care of it all. Love God. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. 
put up put anything against that, y'all. Does this show love for God? Whatever it is, fill in the blank. Does this show love for God? If the answer is no, then it probably <laughs> anti-Christ. Sorry, I'm just gonna, I'm just saying. Is this gonna show love for my neighbor? Is this me showing love for my neighbor? If the answer is no, then there you go, friend. Like, <coughs> but yeah, the new covenant, it say right here plainly in the Bible, makes the first one obsolete. Jesus fulfilled the old covenant. So we didn't have to. <laughs> now, y'all can go deeper. I'm just saying, that's the verse I came across this morning. Please, by all means, go deeper and, and see what the Lord show you about all that. Now, Romans 7 and 6. But now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the spirit and not in the old way of the written code. <coughs> mm. See, people don't understand that. And, and, and so they still being the Sadducees and Pharisees of today. The same stuff that they did to Christ and his freedom is what they try to do to us in these days in our freedom. Like, at the end of the day, like, again, that doesn't, there's wisdom in the laws, you know? So, it, you know, <laughs> sorry, but, like, it, it was one of the laws, though. Okay, so here, this is God, sex, and love, so here's a law, y'all. Y'all know this law, y'all should know it. <coughs> this, is going, this is comical to me but this is real life because there's humans out here that don't know <laughs> apparently um so let's talk about this law about bestiality i know this is one of them them ones and like oh it's horrific you thinking about it you like uh, who would even think to do that but it's a thing okay there's all kinds of Pornographic videos and images out there. I'm not saying go look it up. Because I personally don't want to see it. But it's out there. And in biblical times, obviously people were just doing it. And they, and they had to make it into law. Hey, sex with animals. You know. That's unclean. <laughs> There's wisdom in that. Okay. <laughs> Why am I bringing that up in this moment? Like, I'm bringing it up because again... I'm not saying there's there's not wisdom in the laws. You see what I'm saying? There there there's definitely wisdom in the laws, okay? But there's also freedom in Christ. So we have to use our discernment. Like at the end of the day, again, I know bestiality and all that, that's a horrific law that nobody really wanna even think about, but I'm putting it out here. Because, again, yes, there are humans that participate in that act. Okay? Obviously, there was humans back then doing it. And there's humans now doing it for the camera. Okay? So, here's the thing. This, this is what I'm saying about lining up your idea with word. Right? So, say, say for instance, you, you new to the faith. And, and 
you know that there's freedom in Christ now, but you still struggling with some ideas. Okay. Let's say that one of the ideas is bestiality. I know I'm just saying, let's get this is an example. Okay. Take that idea of bestiality and think about that thing. Is this honoring God to have sexual relations with this animal? How would this affect my neighbor, me having sexual relations with an animal? And then go from there. Just them two. <laughs> now, if I got to break it down for you, I mean, hey, having sex with animals may not be the healthiest choice for you. Uh, it may, if you have a spouse that's going to uh, affect your spouse, you have parents. So your parents might be affected if they learn that you having sex with animals. Like people going to be affected by you having sex with animals. This may be a horrific way to, to do this example here, but I mean, it's just line it up, friends. Line up your idea with the word of God. Like, and that's probably why the Old Testament is still available to be consumed so we can still know that, okay, there's some things that still ain't, you still shouldn't do, regardless of the freedom that you have in Christ. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why we had to get so deep on this today, Lord. But I mean, it, it's because of the, the current climate of today and probably the future climate of the future because I feel like things may get a little better for us a little bit in regards to, compa in comparison to <coughs> the tribulation period. Because there's going to be, I guess, a, a, a time of. True lawlessness. We're getting there because the people want lawlessness now. They don't want any laws, right? Uh, so I'm not saying, you know what I mean, that, you know, oh, the the, oh, the Ten Commandments aren't valid. But what I'm saying is that there is freedom in Christ. But we still got to use this harmony and stuff. Like, anyway, y'all feel like I just keep going on on that today. Is the, is the subject different than I thought it was today? I don't know. But anyway, let's keep going. Whew. Let me see. Where did I leave off here? Uh, let's see. Romans 6 and 14. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. See? 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 That's why we can take these thoughts captive, friends. Like, that's why we don't have to feel like we are slaves to sin. Like, we don't have to feel like you may have an inkling. And I know this is another, I'm saying it's the bad example. You don't want to think about it, but it's a thing, y'all. You may have an inkling to, to participate in bestiality. You may have that. <coughs> but do you have to let that thing overpower you to where you... I don't have control. I must do it. No. <coughs> no, indeed, friend. You have freedom from sin. <coughs> and I guess the enemy don't want me to let y'all know that today. Now trying to choke me out. So I can't sit here and talk to you. Mm -mm -mm. But hey, if I had a few, few of y'all that tuned in, 
uh, over the past couple of days when your girl's voice was gone, then I appreciate to y'all uh, tuning in today when I got my voice 90 to 80, 80 to 90% back. Because uh, obviously this is an important word today. <laughs> this is important what I studied today. Because, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no more. Uh, you got freedom over sin, y'all. Sin will have no more dominion over us, okay? So, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much the juice today, y'all. At the end of the day, like, the new covenant is all about belief in Christ and the change of your heart. At the end of the day, you believe in Christ, and then there's going to be fruit that comes from belief in Christ. You know, it's going to be putting God first. It's going to be considering your neighbor above yourself, loving them as you love yourself. You know, and it's going to be, you know, a change. Uh, overall change in you and your life uh, and like I said that's ultimately the juice I mean we can go deeper plenty of verses in the go deeper section to peruse let marinate on your heart souls and minds and I did come across an article on gotquestions.org um, I meant to put it on my screen but my apologies I don't think I put it up there yet but it's gotquestions.org it's another resource I go to now to look up certain stuff in it and it breaks down what is the new covenant. It breaks it down so that we can understand and everything like that. So, depending on where you are spiritually and everything like that, I hope that you all, you know, understood, received this juice. And, yeah, that, that's it. So, the Bible verse of today is Mark 11 and 17. It says, And he taught, saying unto them, It is not written, is it not written, my house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer. But ye have made it a den of thieves, friends. I hope you all enjoyed this juice this morning. Thank you so much for listening to God, Sex, and Love. Your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. I pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day. And I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow. If the Lord's will. Bye-bye. Hey y'all, I'm Nyla O'Neill with Anchor Providing the Institute. We're located at 737 South Hill Street in Griffin, Georgia. Look, this program was birthed out of a will to help and push you closer to your dream, customizing each and every learning path for each and every student, giving you hands-on education um, with myself and, and other teammates. We're here to help you and drive you to be the best version of yourself. Look, we're a 12-week program, and it will be vigorous, but it will be worth the work. Put the work in, you will see it in the end. We are dedicated to seeing you not only finish our program, but to get certified. We are an accredited school through the National Phlebotomy Solutions, and we are so ready to meet each and every one of you. Contact us today.